Freaks, it's Wednesday, May 31st, 2023. Coming up on the program today, let your stink portal be a gateway to spiritual enlightenment. Plus, listen to that horse's ass clapping, cooking up some delicious dick loaf, and Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill is riling up the furry community. All this for your voicemails today. And now, Distorted View Daily proudly presents white nationalist Nick Fuentes pining for the Internet's good old days. When I was growing up, the Internet was synonymous with edgelord, crazy, like everybody said the N-word. Everybody loved Hitler. Everybody was making death threats against each other. That's like what the Internet was for. You'd log on to any website, any website at all. You'd log on to the Food Network website and say, I'm going to kill your entire family, N-word. Hitler's awesome. Like you, would go, you would go in any, any forum you would go to. Any forum, any video game lobby would eventually turn into, like, I hate your race. I'm going to come to your house and kill you. Like, any, that was the whole internet. And everyone on the internet was like that. And then it... Then everyone became a faggot. Then pornography made everybody trans. And now it's nowhere. Now it's only here. Now only we're doing that. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. It's amazing. Beta! At least I'm not going to die because I'm a careless fairy. Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. The vagina is full of AIDS. Stuff my fucking asshole. That's it. Stuff the fucking shit box. Yes! Tim Henson back here with you for the Wednesday edition of DV. Have a fantastic episode for you today. We begin with a very short mead update. I promise you this will not take long, but a couple new interesting posts on the apricity, really showcasing Mead's autism at work. You know, Mead is obsessed with looks. His looks, other women's looks, but mainly random men. That's what he focuses on. He spent a lot of time thinking about and discussing how hot or unattractive men are. Uh, Mead, by the way, is straight, so he says... In a recent Apricity post, he writes, Goofy men make beautiful daughters, exclamation mark. Well, for your sake, you better hope so, you goofy-looking motherfucker. Now, typically when Mead asks a hypothetical question or he's just, quote, throwing a theory out there, it's really just, it's about him. Everything leads back to Mead. Mead's insecurities, Mead's biases, etc., etc., So when he asks, do goofy men make beautiful daughters, what he really wants to know is, am I going to have pretty offspring? Although I wouldn't describe Mead's looks as goofy. I would describe them more as uh, fat middle-aged lesbian looking. He does have obese dyke quality attributes. I really need to... I really need to sign up for an account over there at the Apricity so I can pose the question... Do lesbian-looking men make pretty daughters? Anyway, uh, Mead's post reads, It seems like nerdy, goofy guys have the most beautiful, attractive daughters. Yeah. It could be anecdotal, but I remember the most beautiful girls in my school had very goofy kind of nerdy fathers. Not necessarily ugly, but kind of low-rent. Clark Kent types. They seem rather like beta men, too. But the daughters are pretty. Sometimes if the dad is too handsome, his daughter inherits all the wrong features, i.e. jawline too strong, big ears, big nose, 
The goofy-looking dads had attractive wives. The girls had pretty moms, too. Although some... I mean, he just goes on and on about this shit that doesn't matter. The most obvious reply uh, was someone told me to breed then. If goofy-looking men make pretty people, you're good to go, right? Anglo-Celtic replied, biracial kids tend to be attractive. Like, are you are you trying to set meat off? Do you want to get him fuming? There are five pages worth of replies to Mead's post here. Most people aren't even referring to Mead's original post anymore. They're just talking about, like, what type of uh, people are attractive. The science of mixing DNA and all that shit. Mead himself is not even really that active in this thread, even though he started it, right? But I knew when I read <laughs> Anglo-Celtic's comment, Mead was going to have to reply. He would feel compelled to. So to the comment, biracial kids tend to be attractive, Mead said, No, <laughs> they look awkward. Mead, surprise, surprise, is not a fan of biracial looking children. Obviously, because Mead is racist. Uh, Mead is also having some problems at work. You know, Mead works at uh, the Chick-fil-A. Most notably, he's the cow. He's the one that's forced to, although he likes this, I think he likes to dress up in the cow costume. But because uh, the cow is not a full-time gig, he also has to like work the cash register or whatever at Chick-fil-A. He's all in a tizzy, though, because some girl doesn't like him. This gal at work doesn't like me, and I don't know why. Uh, she is senior content? She's interacted with you? I'm assuming if you think she's pretty, you've been staring at her and she caught you being a creep? All right, uh, I would think she didn't like me because she's kind of aloof towards me. I think she finds me repulsive. Good instinct there. She is aloof with most people, but seems extra unfriendly with me. I mean, she probably just doesn't want to be working at Chick-fil-A. This is not the career track she envisioned for herself. So she's like putting up with it while she has to. I mean, she's doing the bare minimum. It's a fast food job, right? Uh, sometimes she stares at me. Again, she probably caught him staring at her. You know, and she's glaring at him. Uh, other gals like me, and they talk to me. She never talks to me. When I ordered some food during break the other day, she walked towards me like she was going to hand it to me, but then proceeded to put it on the counter. When I told her thank you, she just replied, Mm-hmm. I don't see why she is this way towards me. I do find her attractive, mm -hmm. uh, but she's only 17 years old. I think she's a bit young for me in that way. I don't do anything. The other girls her age treat me like a human being. Is it because I remind her of her father? Yes, that's the only explanation why she's acting weird towards you. Thankfully, there are some people on the apricity with good sense. You probably creep her out. If you think she's attractive, you've probably been noticed giving her the eye. Or maybe she's just not interested in anyone uh, not her age. Again, you know, Mead's in his 40s here. In any case, the adult thing here is to ignore it and be professional. Or, and I fully believe this is the route that Mead is going to take, he can write and perform a song about her. Follow her to her car after her shift and serenade her. Then he will ask her out in the most antiquated way possible. Would it be okay if I take your hand and escort you to a malt shop for milkshakes? We can sit on the bench, drink our refreshments, have a nice conversation, and throw rocks at passing Negroes. Doesn't that sound like a nice first day? And then the girl will file a restraining order on him. We'll just uh, have to see what happens, I guess. Although it's been a very bad work week for Mead. First, this girl is being a cold bitch towards him. 
And then I read that Chick-fil-A has hired a vice president of diversity, equity, and inclusion. What's even worse? The guy they hired is black. If you're wondering why Chick-fil-A was trending yesterday, it's because people were losing their goddamn minds over this information. Oh, conservatives are sharpening their knives. They're getting ready for a, a full bloom boycott when really nothing has happened. Also, this is kind of nothing new. First of all, this guy was promoted to vice president months ago. But even so, for years, Chick-fil-A has had diversity, inclusion positions or whatever. This guy who recently was promoted to vice president was the executive director of diversity back in 2020. Believe me, Chick-fil-A, their whole brand is being a Christian company, you know, and they're, you know, they're closed on Sundays, which is the dumbest fucking business move in the history of business. But OK, it works for their brand, I guess. It's part of their story. I don't think Chick-fil-A is going to rock the boat too much here. I really wanted to get uh, Mead's opinion, and I was going to reach out and see if I could talk to him, but fucking Great Big Pete scooped me. He apparently, I don't know, I was in the in the Discord, and he said, I'm going to be talking to Mead at 620 in the DV Discord. I, I, where is this? Where is this for me? It's supposed to be, the Discord is supposed to be providing me content for my show. I don't even have a copy of this uh, uh, live stream that uh, Great Big Pete did in my Discord talking to Mead, my utard. I own him. I don't know. It's, I, I I guess maybe the interview with Mead will be on a um, episode of Great Big Pranks if you subscribe to that. I, I'll try to get some clips of it, I guess. Now I have to fight my own Discord to get material for my show. See, the, see what I have to deal with? The struggle is real, freaks. Let's move on. Oh, yesterday's podcast was so fun. We featured Will Blunderfield. This man is cuckoo crazy bananas. He is quickly becoming my favorite person in the world, actually. He's a hippy dippy nude guy who's all uh, about semen retention, nude yoga, hanging out with your buddies, your bros with cocks akimbo. Just being extremely gay without being extremely gay, you know? Here's a little audio I played yesterday. What is up, Yogi? So I'm about to release my seed. I've been holding it in for ages. Oh, he does seminars uh, where he teaches sexual yoga and men reconnecting with nature. There's a bunch of video clips uh, of these seminars. So this guy's legit. He is doing this stuff. Seed, I've been holding it in for ages. So it's a very special day today. And we're going to be releasing with dudes all around the world. He was doing penis breathing uh, exercises in another video. I sent all this to uh, my good friend Joey because I thought, oh, he would love this. This is right up Joey's alley. And Joe replied, where the fuck have you been? This guy is old news, honey. And he said it just like that. I mean, he typed it so I couldn't hear what voice he was using, but that's the attitude the little bitch was giving me. Joe actually informed me that this is the same guy who a few years ago was in the news for suntanning his taint. Remember that? And there were pictures of him naked, spreading his leg, pointing his taint towards the sun because the sun rays would like recharge his dick and nuts or some bullshit it's that guy so joe was absolutely right in saying where the hell have you been girl you need to get with the program that he's snapping his fingers this news is so old it's on blood thinners and metamucil to keep regular yeah you know how he is the gays with their sass i could do with a little less of that thank you honey Here's our buddy Will charging up his dick and nuts in a new way. What's up, my friends? Just charging up my manhood. It's 
really nice to get your dick and balls and taint and anus in the sun. But if you can't do that, like right now it's quite overcast, red light therapy is amazing. If you just expose it, stimulate yourself, better yet, do it around other men. I second that. Come on, guys. Let's pull down our pants and make our balls glow. I don't know what red light therapy is. He's got this device right up to his scrotum. I'd be afraid you're filling your nut bag up with a bunch of tumors. He seems to use this thing a lot. What's up, yogis? I'm just here charging up my balls before I go for a run. I can really recommend red light therapy on the testes as a way to supercharge your testosterone level uh, for the day, for any activity. It is kind of like wireless charging for your cock. I've got low energy right now. I'd be willing to give this a shot. Juice me up, man. I'm interested, though, in the device. Like, where is this thing manufactured? It looks like some cheap Chinese shit. Again, it's got to cause cancer in some way, shape, or form. Um, it's really, really good to charge up your nuts. You can also pull back your foreskin if you're intact because the mushroom relates to the entire endocrine system. Oh, so you're getting a nice charge up of no. the gonads and the mushroom, both of which will charge up your entire glandular. I curse my parents for circumcising me. Could be juicing up my entire fucking shaft if it wasn't for them. The foreskin is the gateway to the endocrine system, which up until just a few moments ago, I thought was the galaxy where Star Wars took place. Here Will is out in the wilderness with a bunch of other naked bros. <laughs> grunting and screaming. Oh, I've somehow overcome. And then they hug each other and, and moan. Again, this is not the sounds of gay porn. Or is it? I can't remember what Will calls this program, like sexual wilderness yoga or something, but uh, women are allowed to attend Although I think there are like men only retreats as well. So the notion that the stink portal is exit only is actually not true. It's Jesus Christ, what a way to start the video. I had auditory whiplash there. Like, whoa, walking into a cold shower. Zah, zah, zah. Ease us into stink portal. Okay, so I'm sorry. This is a will justifying why it's okay to have gay sex and not be considered gay, I think. So the notion that the stink portal is exit only is actually not true. It's multifunctional. It's entering and it's exiting. So yes, the um, Mr. Hankey will leave, but also you can have things enter there, such as your bro's manhood. Why? Well, evolutionarily speaking, the prostate gland is five centimeters in from the stink portal's opening, which is the perfect distance for most men's wands of light to massage. Their mushrooms are designed to actually press into what we call the root chakra or the million dollar point, sending a message up through the Shishumna Nadi, the bliss channel, up to the dude's pineal to secrete dimethyltryptamine, DMT. It's, it's there to give them a spiritual experience. If there are any gays listening to this podcast, I hope you are taking notes. This is all good information on how to try and convince your straight buddy to let you fuck them. Dude, don't you want a spiritual experience? Your asshole was meant for dick. Let me help you align your chakras. That's the true purpose of your bro putting his jade stock into your stink portal. Now the thing with intimacy is you take on the karma, the energetic patterns, the ancestral of people that you are intimate with. So I That is what you are going to bleep out. <laughs> I've been celibate for years because I really believe that you have to be super mindful about who you're intimate with these days. 
who better to have an intimate relationship with than one of your bros, man? Yesterday, he kept referring to his semen as hummus, which was like super gross. Uh, today, it's all about the stink portal. Just to follow up to my post on receiving your bros mushroom in through your mushroom, mushroom, mushroom. I love mushrooms in through your stink portal up into your Is your mushroom about a size 14. Your bros mushroom in through your stink portal up into your walnut gland. Um, another sort of piece of evidence showing that this is a powerful technology. You know, we're dealing with cult-like behavior when someone uses the term technology. Butt sex is a powerful technology. What? You know who does that a lot? Scientologists. That's how you cross the bridge and you trampoline your mind using L. Ron Hubbard's technology or whatever the hell they, t they say over there. Oh, I figured out why he's using terms like uh, stink portals and stalks. It's because originally these videos were posted on TikTok, and TikTok is, is pretty quick on the trigger to ban people. For the good stuff, you gotta follow Will on Twitter. He's got some real interesting theories. In one video, he makes the case for cuckolding. Again, this is the guy who's holding seminars about uh, sexual kung fu and men being men and stuff like that. And here he is talking about how it's cool to watch another guy fuck your wife. So some of the most popular porns on Pornhub are dudes watching other dudes be intimate with their wives while masturbating their dicks without ejaculating. Eventually in these porns, of course, they both insert their manhoods into the woman's vagina and they both release their seed into her and their seed is all over each other's dicks. It's kind of a great way to bond. Yeah, it's like if you don't get another man's cum on your dick, can you even call him a friend? This is an excellent way to bond. Most guys just like watch sports and stuff together, but okay, this is interesting. The reason why I wanted to hop on here is because it's actually talked about in the ancient Taoist teachings, which is really interesting. It's called gazing at the green dragon. That sounds way better than being a cuck, right? Last night I gazed at the green dragon. dragon. The basis of gazing at the green dragon was discussed briefly in the sexual teachings of the white tigress. Um, this practice makes use of external physical visualization, aka voyeurism. Basically, the short version is if you're the dude watching, you're getting sexual energy from the two people who are having sex. Like it's recharging you or some bullshit. As his purpose is to watch or listen and use the stimulation for developing his sexual energy. Uh, maybe we will end with a video kind of where this all started. Getting sun on your taint and I guess balls and shaft. You don't have any dudes in your life yet uh, where you can consensually get naked and expose your shrooms to. Find a dude to do it non-consensually with. It's called rape baiting and it does amazing things for your cock chakra. No, he does not advocate stroking an unwilling man's penis. He says you can just do this uh, by yourself as long as there's sunlight hitting your hummus shooter. Uh, the sun will do the trick. So if you just pull your scrotal sac down, all the while engaging your anus. You want to close the anus, close the urethra, and close the PC muscle. What if we don't have a very engaging anus? Whenever I address my anus, he seems bored, uninterested. It's like his mind is somewhere else. Is that not what he meant by engaged? I'm sorry, you have to remember, I'm an idiot. And then just start to stroke your dick like a champ while exposing it to that beautiful sun, getting those good rays right up into your genitals, right up into your scrotal sac. Let's all pray to the pagan goddess Melanoma. When you combine sun exposure with stroking your penis, 
with hanging out naked with other dudes. You get a very gay, very cummy, sunburned dick. That's what you get. Admiring each other's dicks and balls, you drastically increase your testosterone. It's a really, really powerful way to combine biohacking technologies for an uber testosterone boost. Well, there you go. You heard it here first. The amazing Will Blunderfield. I will provide a link on the show notes today if you want to follow Will. Uh, just be warned, there's a lot of nudity on his Twitter sheet. Twitter sheet. That being said, I mean, say what you will about Elon Musk. This is the only mainstream social media app or site or service that allows full-on goddamn pornography. It's like, it just makes things way more interesting than Instagram and TikTok. If getting to see men stretch their foreskins up to the sun and full-length circle jerk sessions mean I have to put up with a video or two of Tucker Carlson, it's a small price to pay. I'm willing to put up with that. Well, there you go. Again, I'll provide a link on the show notes today to Will Blunderfield's Twitter account. Uh, awesome stuff, as always. Let's move on now. Our friends over at eFuck found another amazing piece of pornography. I urge you all to surf on over to eFuck.com and watch uh, a black cowboy fuck a black horse. No, thankfully, for once, we are not talking about bestiality here. The horse is actually a woman with huge tits and a huge ass wearing a horse mask. The scene goes a little something like this. Good old horsey. I remember the first time I saw you down on the hill. I was up yonder. I heard a sound that was loud like the thunder in the sky. I was so focused on the horsewoman and her huge ass, I didn't realize that the cowboy also has his big black dick out, and my God, is it ginormous. That's the thunder in the sky. Lo and behold, I looked down the hill and see the ass just to clap. This is how he met his horse. Just to clap. And she is really making her ass clap, which sounds a lot like a horse galloping or trotting, right? Just a clap. I went and grabbed my horse and my rope, and I went on down to get me this last right here. They're walking hand in hand around the ranch, by the way. Now she on my land, and I fuck it every day. Big old horse ass. Mm-hmm. Big old rootin' tootin' horse ass. Yeah. You know, I've never had a horse as a pet. I don't know the first thing about horse care or maintenance. The little I do know, I learned from that song. I'm a pretty pony, clippity-clop, clippity-clop. I love to have my mane brushed underneath the old oak tree. They like to have their manes brushed. But apparently, uh, horses also need their uh, ass buttered up. Yeah. Use a fine horsey with a lot of ass on you. <laughs> about to give you what you like. I know you like to be oiled up and groomed real well. Groom you up real nice. Hold this ass up good. I remember the day I found you. I was up on the hill and I heard the ass just a clapping down yonder like that. Yeah, we, we already went through the origin story here. Of course, after he oils it up real good, he slaps the horsey on the behind. Big old rootin' tootin' fat black donkey ass. The fat black donkey ass. I think we found the title for today's episode of DV. This cowboy also does uh, things he should not do with a horse. I do declare 
I need to be fucking on this horse right now. But I say, I'm just gonna groom it up because this horse likes that. Well. He really does admire his work mm -hmm. for a while, you know, oiling up the, the horse butt. Yeah, boy, look at that asshole. Shining in the sun. Big old healthy ass. Our cowboy protagonist here then uh, proceeds to eat the horse's ass. And while this goes on for a long time, there's not uh, really any good audio, except at the end, there's some really disgusting slurping sounds. Like, right? Like that. There's. It sounds like he was sucking something out. Well, um, that's. I'm gonna vomit, but let's get to the main event here. Gotta lay some dick up in you. Horse dick. Horse dick for a horse ass. It's like that horse just talked. I'm sorry, it's really taking me out of the scene. You've shattered the illusion here. After a good long day on the range, come on back to nice dick piece of horse ass. Just a man and his horse. Giddy up on this fucking horse. That's right. Hey, hey, yeah. you're doing it again. That's not what a horse sounds like. Giddy up. There we go. Giddy up. Well, no. Go. There we go. Better. This scene really could have benefited from an experienced director, someone who knows what he's doing, right? Me. I could help out. Let me fast forward to the cum shot here. Watch him breed this horse. It's funny listening to her trying to speak through her, her horse mask. Muffled. No, well, there he goes. Sounds like he's neighing. Yeah, horsey. Well, there you go. A good ride, I do say. Right after the sunset on that ass, time to bust a nut. Good old day with a good old horse. Oh, Django. Well, if you want to see some good old-fashioned horse fucking down on the ranch, check out efucked.com. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I fucked up news right now. Enjoying Distorted View daily, why not support this stupidity? Become a true and honorable freak over there at superfreaksideshow.com. That's our member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this since December 2004. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying members. Yesterday was a very fun one, and I'll be doing another Sideshow exclusive podcast tomorrow. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Again, memberships are only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. You get a personalized little password-protected RSS feed that works with a lot of podcasting apps like Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Overcasts. A lot of the big ones for an even easier way to gain access. If you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can sign up right in those apps. 
Just search for Distorted View Daily, or if you're already subscribed, tap on it, and you'll see a link to uh, become a member. If you go that route, all of the new Sideshow-exclusive episodes will appear right alongside the free episodes in the feed in the app, so it's very, very simple. For more information on all the ways to sign up and the differences and all that stuff, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. And finally, don't forget, we've got a Patreon account. Just another way to help support the show, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up, we got one from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Uh, oh, yeah. Pray Jesus. Give me hallelujah. Down home of Florida. Did a moan for no day. Heaven, heaven, Florida is a moan for no day. Pray I'm sure as many of you know, Florida is home to the don't say gay law that is keeping teachers from even mentioning the existence of homosexuals. But it's also had some unintended effects. Part of the law forbids children from attending, quote, adult live entertainment events. That poses a problem for the upcoming furry convention. Oh, the doggy cosplayers are pissed. Organizers of an upcoming fandom convention for furries in Florida have decided to limit its attendance to those 18 and older, which I think is probably a good idea anyway. I kind of assumed these events were adult only to begin with, based on what I have seen and heard about these events. Remember a few years ago, a a, a hotel was pissed off and they said, uh, no more furry conventions are going to be allowed here because... They destroyed our establishment. There were diapers and lube stains all over the place. I mean, it's no place for children. Anyway, to comply with Governor Ron DeSantis's law forbidding children from attending adult live entertainment events, uh, this thing is now 18 and older. Quote, many have raised concerns about recent changes in Florida legislation. The Orlando-based convention Megaplex announced in a statement. After reviewing Florida SB 1438, it's been decided that for legal reasons and protection of our attendees, our venue and the overall convention, Megaplex 2023 attendees must be 18 years of age at the time of registration pickup. SB 1438 is the Protection of Children Act that was signed into law earlier this month. Among other things, the legislation criminalizes knowingly admitting a child to an adult live performance with a sentence of up to a year in prison. And the last thing we need is uh, poor furries behind bars. I mean, I don't think they'd adjust to prison life very well. They're accustomed to drinking out of a toilet bowl and eating dog food. You know what? Prison might actually suit them well. Mega Blacks, which is scheduled for September 15th through 17th in Orlando, caters to the subculture of furries, or people interested in anthropomorphized animals. The subculture has been linked to a sexual kink for people-like animal characters by mainstream media, but for most furries, their attraction to the community was not sexual. According to a survey of furries cited by Vox, yeah, but I think the people who attend conventions... They're the, they're the more sexualized ones, right? They're the kinky fanatics. 
still, there are some members of the community who are aroused by aspects of the fandom, and furry convention, uh, conventions often have events catered to those members, which are held later at night to avoid conflicts with the family-friendly offerings. Well, that makes sense. Have designated times, like during the day, it's the family stuff, and then at night, they can have their little furry strap-on parties or whatever the hell goes on there. Quote, Megaplex has welcomed younger fandom members and their families since its inception, and making this change was very difficult, the organizers said. A writer for Rolling Stone said the fact that the furry organizers felt pressured to bar children from the convention is yet another example of how it's been seen as an attack on LGBTQ rights. Hey, don't you dare lump furries in with the Ligbits community. We have our own problems. The last thing we need is another goddamn letter attached to this acronym. Now it's going to be LGBTQFIA+. Right now, anything that isn't very straight-laced in Florida is starting to be called out as Deviant, co-founder of Moms of Furries. <laughs> oh, all those poor women. They're trying so hard to support their weird children. Uh, so yes, there's a Moms of Furries group. Uh, her name is Carrie. Obviously, furries are an easy mark. Another furry who is transgender. Oh, I hope she's also black and deaf. Maybe an amputee. Does she have a DID system? How many minority groups can she be a part of here? Another furry who is transgender said he supported Megaplex's decision, which he believes was done to protect attendees from potential harassment. Semjay, who also owns Furry Adult Toy Company. What? Lycantasy? I need to look up this business ASAP. Uh, he said he will not be attending the convention for his own safety. I don't want to end up in a confrontation or worse, jail or dead just for going to the bathroom in Florida. I'm checking out his store, Lycant, like Lycant to see. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, but uh, the, I guess the newest item here is Sid the Biomech dildo. They're kind of branching off from their furry bread and butter. You know, they're, they're moving on to... to mech fantasy. If you ever wanted to fuck a Gundam, or you know, I guess have a Gundam fuck you, well, Sid the Biomech is apparently non-binary. <laughs> non-binary he slash they slash it. Trustworthy teammate. Can lift a person in one arm. Will help load your ship for takeoff. This one may forget how to access and repair their own systems, but they never forget a face and enjoy being useful in ways they could not before their body was fully mechanical. Sid the Biomech may be a large, strong machine, but their heart is pure, and they love to sleep in and cuddle. Available in two base colors, UV Crimson or UV Cobalt. I will say this about Lycantasy. They've got some really unique products, like uh, the Xeno interface. It's I, th I think it's just like an alien pussy, but the company here has trademarked the term grindable. What is a grindable? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. A grindable is an open penetrable that facilitates grinding, either against a surface, worn under clothes, or a partner, with significantly improved ease of access. All our grindables are made from platinum cure silicone, which makes them both durable and easy to clean. Take a gander at the chapter artwork if you want to see what the Xeno interface grindable looks like. It's actually pretty cool. It's like black and purple and a glow-in-the-dark green, like slimy looking. Everything you'd want to see when you pull down a woman's pants. Just a mangled, gooey, slimy alien pussy. 
Honestly, it looks nothing like a pussy, and I don't know where you stick your dick in it. I'm looking at this thing, I'm like, I, I wouldn't know where to start poking. It's honestly no different than when I look at a real pussy. I'm like, when? Where does it go? So confusing. There's so many folds and lips and things. I'm going to start calling human female pussies Xeno interfaces. That's how fucking foreign it is to me. All right. Uh, second story we have for you. I just love the headline that the local news had to use for this story. Local fire department reportedly served up phallic meatloaf. Mmm, dick loaf. Sign me up. In a, uh, an inappropriately shaped meatloaf and reports of sexually explicit comments made in front of minors prompted an investigation into the Cromwell Fire Department. This is uh, over there in Connecticut. I feel like you can't have one thing without the other, right? You present me with a dick-shaped meatloaf, there's going to be some sexual comments made about it. How can you not, right? All right. Uh, through a public records request, the local NBC affiliate obtained copies of emails between the owners of on-scene training and the Cromwell fire chief. On November 30th, 2022, on-scene training owner Brian Petricelli emailed Chief Jason Braid to inform him that on-scene training would no longer utilize the Cromwell Fire Department for clinical observation time for its EMS training courses. I can't wait to find out how this all links to penis meatloaf. All right. Petricelli said he received complaints from a few of his students about the unprofessionalism they witnessed by members of the fire department. Well, I mean, come on. I could totally see how that would happen. I mean, the, I'm sure the, 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 the firemen are all very close. They're like brothers. There might be one or two women that work at the fire department, but mostly they're guys, right? And you get a bunch of guys around, they horse around, mess around, jerk off together, sun their taints together, you know, align their scrotal chakras, manly dude stuff. If you're an outsider, you can misconstrue that for being explicit and unprofessional. Anyway, Petricelli expressed concern in particular for his underage students who are as young as 16. Oh, I'm sure they wouldn't find a penis meatloaf to be hilarious. No, no, no. This is traumatizing for a 16-year-old. Anyway, Petricelli said students told him they overheard conversations of a sexual nature and statements that students felt should never be discussed in front of the public. In response, Chief Bray told Petricelli he was extremely upset by the reports and that the fire district would, quote, be uh, both be looking into the matter further and taking appropriate action to ensure our staff are not acting in a manner described. In a follow-up email about a week later, Petricelli said another student had come forward with a complaint, quote, during these clinical rotations, there was a dinner prepared that was inappropriate. Here we go. A meatloaf shaped like a large penis. Subsequently, on another shift, discussion took place on this dinner. Again, how could you not talk about it, right? In another instance, a member of the fire department reportedly bent over and said to a male student, I bet you are looking at my ass. That might be a little inappropriate. In response, the fire district hired an attorney to investigate the alleged incidents of sexual misconduct. A spokesperson said the investigation was completed and no staff members were disciplined. It's just, you know, firemen being men, boys being boys. Petricelli said he's satisfied with how the fire district handled the situation and decided to continue the on-scene trainings relationship with Cromwell. He said he has not received any new complaints from the students. Yeah, all the new students are a little less stuck up. They love Penis Loaf Wednesdays. Not to mention Cunt Worst Fridays and, of course, Taco Titty Tuesdays. 
Every day is a theme night at the Cromwell Fire Department. Those boys know how to cook. All right, uh, final story we have for you today. This is a short one from New York. Uh, a New York fertility doctor who was accused of using his own sperm to impregnate several patients. Is that wrong? Should he have not done that? What difference does it make? Sperm is sperm. And hey, he's a doctor. That means, you know, he's smart. Good DNA. Why wouldn't a woman want that, right? Ladies need to calm down. Just be grateful you're getting any sperm. The whole reason you're going to a fertility doctor is because you can't get the good stuff. Uppity bitches, right? No. All right. A, a New York fertility doctor who was accused of using his own sperm to impregnate several patients died over the weekend. See? Justice. When the hand-built airplane he was in fell apart mid-flight and crashed. This guy is um, full of all sorts of bad ideas. I'll just pump all my patients full of my own sperm. I wonder if he, like, drugged them before the procedure and then just fucked them. Fucked to come right in them. That would be really bad. Almost as bad of an idea as uh, building your own airplane. Dr. Morris Wartman, 72, of Rochester, was a passenger in the experimental aircraft that went down Sunday. Okay, so it wasn't his airplane, but still, that's it's actually dumber to get into an airplane that someone else hand-built. Because you don't know their skill level, right? And apparently, the guy who built this plane's skill level was less than novice. The pilot, Earl Lucci Jr., uh, was also killed. The crash of the aircraft, identified by the National Transportation Safety Board as a Whitman W-5 Buttercup airplane. That, those words mean nothing to me. Remain, it, it sounds pretty rickety, though, doesn't it? Yeah, we're going to fly a Buttercup up in the air. Okay. Does that thing even have an engine? <laughs> Preliminary findings indicate that the wings of the aircraft, <laughs> the wings fell off. The wings of the aircraft became detached from the fuselage and fell to the ground in the orchard. Wartman was a well-known OBGYN in Western New York who was often the target of anti-abortion protesters. He was sued in 2021 by the daughter of one of his patients who became pregnant in the 1980s. The lawsuit said the doctor secretly used his own sperm while telling the patient the donor had been a local medical student. It said the doctor kept the secret even after the daughter, uh, his biological offspring, became his gynecology patient. The daughter discovered that Wartman was the donor after DNA genealogy tests revealed she had at least nine half-siblings, her medical malpractice suit said. The civil lawsuit, which is pending in Monroe County Court, said follow-up DNA testing with Wartman's daughter from his first marriage confirmed the genetic link. Wartman did not comment at the time the lawsuit was filed, and I have a feeling he's not going to be commenting now. Unless lawyers use, like, a Ouija board or something. He's going to remain rather tight-lipped. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news uh, for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. Almost, uh, I think we have about 1,600 freaks in there now. Uh, you should be one of them. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Use that as your invite in. All right. I've got a few uh, patrons calling in today. Hey, uh, you mentioned on last Friday you wanted Snap to cover uh, pizza. What? I honestly don't know what the hell you're talking about. Snap is in like Snapchat? I don't talk about. You wanted Snap. Snap to cover 
Uh, oh, like uh, like welfare, like like the SNAP program. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We were talking about. Okay, yes, I know what you're talking about. I'm sorry, I'm a little slow. Hasn't been cooked yet. Oh, so. okay. So, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, so he's saying SNAP will cover pizza if you buy it at like the grocery store. The pizza hasn't been cooked yet. So, like Papa Murphy's, you can use Snap to buy oh, Papa Murphy's. Yeah, those places that'll sell you unbaked pizzas. Or any uh, oh, loopholes we're finding here. Packaged meal, like at a grocery store, as long as it... Oh, one of my favorite things growing up. I love these motherfuckers. I don't know if it was because we were poor or whatever, but my <laughs> my uh, my dad would always buy these... Uh, I think they were originally called Gino's Pizzas, and then... The Totino's people bought them up, and uh, so they, you know, those not not the pizza rolls, not Totino's pizza rolls. The uh, the actual like uh, pizza that goes in the oven, uh, it's total shitty quality, but oh my god, they're delicious. Been refrigerated first. I would eat the crap out of those things. And it counts as you know groceries. Mm-hmm. Hope that helps. So I thought, yeah, uh, you're slight- I, I need to get on the Snap program now. Hope that helps. So I thought uh, you're slightly rich enough, or I should say, you're not quite poor enough to be on Snap. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I make too much to get on that. Hey, Tim, it's uh, Dank Tim here. You, uh... Dank Tim, longtime listener of the show. Tim, it's uh, Dank Tim here. You uh, asked for longtime listeners to call in and... Oh, yeah, someone called into the voicemail line not too long ago wondering uh, where are all the uh, the old older freaks who used to call into the voicemail a lot. Dank Tim being one of them, Make themselves known, so here I am. Hello, hello. I uh, have been doing very well. I'm actually on my way to uh, school here. I'm just about finished with college i'm wow. gonna be a um cybersecurity analyst data nice congratulations my friend analyst so uh i'd love to hear that uh, freaks who let's be honest i didn't think you were gonna amount to much but I, you know i'm happy when they succeed it'll be fun <laughs> and uh, you proved me wrong dang tim uh, yeah i know the show has been absolutely phenomenal oh thank you um, buddy. i've been dying to it recently but yeah just uh Wanted to say I'm still listening. I listen every night. You're Aww. phenomenal, and uh, I love you, Tim. Well, there you Hope go. You're doing well. Soon to be college grad, Dank Tim checking in. Hey, Tim. It's Good Wife from Austin. Um, I was just calling because I was recently traveling with Lady Stabs, and when I was at the airport, I saw a guy wearing that shirt that you got at Target. They- My poolside USA shirt. As a matter of fact, I'm wearing it today. Poolside USA. Funnily enough. Who's also a careless fairy. Oh no, is this a t-shirt that the, the gays gravitate towards? The other thing I wanted to tell you was that uh, in light of Tina Turner passing, uh, my father is a big music buff. What did he think about Tina Turner? Uh, she's not that talented. The only reason anyone paid attention to her is because she was a black Jew. Did your dad mead? <laughs> uh, my father is a big music buff and went to a Tina Turner show. Oh, okay. And he sat front row. He said the most memorable thing about the concert, though, was... Her legs? Tina didn't wear underwear. Shit, really? So I thought those things were interesting. Well, you know, those front row tickets are expensive. Tina may have been doing this as like a little perk, you know? Give him his money's worth. Did he have anything noteworthy to say about her vagina? Like, uh, the lips were very symmetrical or something. That pussy was, uh, simply the best. Tina didn't wear underwear. Better than all the other snatches. No, I thought those things were interesting enough to call you. 
Have a great rest of your day, Timmy Boo. Ah, thank you very much. Uh, and thank you, everyone, for the voicemails. Keep them coming. It's all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD. Is it oh God? Horse dick for horse ass. At the distortion, STD, tell all your friends about the podcast. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review these shows. Uh, if you're Sideshow members, I'll see you back tomorrow. Otherwise, I'll be back one more time to end the week with the Friday program. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Tempted at the point to uh, have sloppy seconds. It, it turned me on. It, it was it was so erotic. Um, I took him down to the barn to introduce him to some of my horses and some of the other horses that I enjoyed. My miniature stallion was dropped and, and masturbating. One thing led to another, and I couldn't resist, so I bent down and started sucking on him. And then he tried climbing on top of me. So the next thing I know, my pants are down, and I'm bending over for him. And I'm like, excuse me, I can't resist. <laughs> I call it a hubba hubba. He just kind of goes. I have anal sex with with the the miniature stallion. He penetrates me. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.